and welcome to a Friday edition of Ripping the Rack on the Run podcast. That's right, folks. We're going to find the Underground Railroad to Canada to get to escape America. America. Fuck yeah. Tim, how you doing? You look clear. Oh, got a new camera. I got, I got a new camera. It shows it shows everything. Uh, I feel like I'm 800 feet away though, because if I get too close, it really just you know. Yeah. No. You don't want to. You don't want to see this in full HD. Oh God, not on a Friday morning. God no. So Tim, yeah. Fun week, huh? Fun week. Oh, fun, amazing week. What side God. are you going to be on? What side are you going to be on on the Civil War? <laughs> Can we be uh, buddies? We be battle gonna, buddies. We're going to be battle buddies. You know, and and we joke and and cuz honestly the only thing I, you can do. If I don't laugh about it or find something to laugh about, I get depressed, I get anxious, I get pissed off. Um I was embarrassed to be an American you yesterday. Know, it, it was fucking disgusting. It, it, and I'll it, use that language. It takes a lot to embarrass me. It really does. But yesterday just gave me the what the fuck moment where I'm just like, you have a sitting president encouraging people to have a coup. To basically have a coup. And there are people on my Facebook feed and Twitter that I have no problem with it. They're not on mine anymore. Because there be in in that one person oh I don't have a problem with it because that was the Antifa and BLM crowd that were in there. They were dressed up as Trump supporters. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure some were. Don't get me wrong. I am sure there were some Antifa people that were dressed up that were in there. Oh, there were definitely some people who who had their it wasn't a political agenda for them. It oh. was let's cause mayhem because there are sick people in this world. Yeah. But ninety nine percent of the people in that crowd were Trump supporters. Yes. Who have were the same people that said they don't violently protest. Who have who have basically drank the Kool-Aid. So I, I, I like to think I'm a fairly rational human being. Me as most, well. For the yeah. most part. I mean I cannot fathom can't for the life of me fathom how anyone can look at what happened yesterday and correlate that with well the left had no problem with the with the BLM and Antifa protests when they were looting and burning down cities and everything else and and I'm like two different things one you didn't have a sitting president encouraging you to do that now you also didn't have a sitting president that came out and condemned any of it either because there's many, many good people on both sides of that. Right. I just, uh, God, I, I can't, two weeks. Two, we have two weeks. They need to do that inside. That does not need to be an outside event. It needs to be heavily secured. Unless, it needs... unless they can somehow invoke the 25th Amendment and... I never thought I'd want to hear the words President Pence, but Jesus Christ, I I'll don't take, care. I'll take President Pence for two weeks. Yep. Yeah, it's the same. It was a sad day in America yesterday. And, and, and I want it, and I want it known right now. And I will go on record. I know we're recording this. It's going to go out on the interwebs. I am not a Joe Biden fan. 
I do not like the guy. I do not think he has accomplished anything in his 47 years as a career politician. I don't think he's the right guy to be president. But he at least sounds presidential. He's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, mean, if 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 you're looking for absolute rock bottom, yesterday has to be where the goalpost is. We we like that's it. got to be where the goal line is. Uh, that that was it was disgusting on all levels. And anyone that thinks for a second that that was a good thing to happen is an absolute fucking moron. Well, I agree 100%, except I agree with what Doc Rivers had said last night in his presser when he's like, sadly, there is some good that will come out of this. People have seen that this is what would have happened. And... Yeah, some I, changes will be made. I, and I but, hope. Yeah. Okay. Now the the second part of this, and and folks, just so you know, we are not spending the whole 30, 40 minutes, no. whatever we're gonna do. No, talking we're wrapping up this. here quickly. We're, we're, but we're it's too big to not quick. talk about. It's too big to not talk about. Correct. What I want to say is is there are people on my in my life, whether it's online life, personal, whatever it is that I have known for many many years that sit back and say, I don't want to live under socialism. I don't want to live under socialism. And I come back with, what the fuck do you think we've been living under for the last 200 years? Define socialism. I will tell you what the definition of socialism is because it's, it's actually pretty simple. And the, the true definition, I had, to, I had to look it up to make sure I was looking at it correctly. It is a political and economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. The Marxist theory of socialism is a transitional social state between the overthrow of capitalism and the realization of communism. Two distinct different things. We live under socialism. Anything that you've ever had from the government is socialist. Social security. Fuck, it's in the name. Tax returns. Tax returns. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have yeah. a friend of mine put this, you know, if you've ever accepted a, in this go, and I will, I will credit him right here. His name is Aaron Hamlin. He's a good dude. I've known him 30 plus years. Smart guy. Good dude. He says, if you've ever accepted a single penny from the state or federal government or used any government program such as Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, FHA, Fannie Mac, Freddie Mac, student loans, VA benefits, Pell Grants, food stamps, disaster relief, FEMA, federal highway funds, tax rebates, tax credits, visited any national park, state park, national monument, purchased farm products like milk, cheese, corn, green beans, pork, beef, cereal, purchased gas with ethanol, used heating assistance or got a stimulus check, then your statement is hypocritical that you don't want socialism. And, and I find it funny. You used to work in, you know, the, the heating business. Yeah. And you would probably go to these multi-million dollar homes with these people who are like, oh, I've made all my money. I don't want to be socialist. And they're putting in mini splits. And what are they getting from the government tax, on that? Tax credit, federal tax credit, state tax credit. Yeah. So socialism. I will, I will say this. <laughs> We have lived under a social democracy for hundreds of years. 
That is not mm-hmm. going to change with what we have. We are not good communists, folks. Like, it, 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 if yesterday was any indication, could you imagine if this country ever tried to go down a communist route? Because people were like, well, socialism doesn't work. Look at Venezuela. Hello? No, no, thank communism. you. I don't even want to go to Venezuela on vacation. No, but I do want to go outside of Venezuela, which is where Aruba is. Yes, yes, I, I, I am want, down with that. I, I'm down with Aruba. So let's, I'll give you a final thought on yesterday, and then let's move on to fun stuff. Yeah. Um, my final thought on yesterday was, if you know, I have realized that aliens could invade the Earth tomorrow, and half of the country would say, no, they're not. Like, I just... I don't want to say I've lost all most faith in humanity, but Jesus, it's yeah. And my my friend circle is just as big as it was before, mm-hmm. but the people that I can look to for rational thought has the circle has gotten smaller. Yes, um, I still love every single person that I consider my friend, and I will still help them out to the best of my ability. But I can tell you there's a few that if I need a rational thought about a political argument or something, I'm staying away from. And this, um, is, and this is why, you know, 30 plus years ago when I was becoming an adult, you know, my, my, I remember my mother and my father and my stepfather and everyone always telling me, you never have political discussions at the, at the table. That's you, never right. ha- you never discuss. There's, there's things you don't discuss with friends. There's things that you don't discuss. Politics. Religion and sex and sex you don't discuss. And I, I sat back and went, well, fuck that. I'm discussing sex because I'm a well, dude. I, I, well, I, I think the sentiment, the sentiment of that is very, it holds true. Yes. You look back before social media, none of this shit happened because you didn't stop in your friends in the grocery store and say, hey, what did you think of the debate last night? Like you could with a few select friends, I guess. Select, but you just didn't do that. Now you're airing all your political thoughts twenty four seven on Facebook for everybody to see. Yeah, it's basically a giant dinner table. Is social media? Social media. I enjoy social media to catch up with friends and their lives and 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 you know their pictures of their kids and their cats and their dogs and their trips and. That's what I enjoy from social media. Not their political statements. Not their political statements. Um, Twitter, I go on because, frankly, I find it funny for the most part. I, I use Twitter it. a lot. I love Twitter. I use it a lot for the shows I'm on. This one, the Dudes and Belts podcast. Yeah. I've interacted with three or four professional, like, true professional wrestlers, like Al Snow. I've had interactions with Al Snow on Twitter. Yeah. I had interactions with Thunder Rosa on Twitter. Social media can be an amazing tool. Yes. It, they need to make a separate Twitter and call it Twitter Po. And that's where you go over and you can talk politics. Well, they have that for Facebook. It's called Parlor. And uh, I have not gone over to Parlor. Well, let me tell you a funny thing about Parlor, and this is where I'll end. You know, all these canine theorists that say the government is tracking you yeah. with microchips and the vaccines and don't do this and. Mean you, mind you, they're coming from your cell phone. This is the kicker for me. You have to scan a copy of your ID or passport to get onto Parlor. Do you really? Yes. <laughs> I love it. 
But they're tracking you with the microchips and the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Not not with this. God, no, not with this. Okay. Fun uh, stuff, though. Fun, fun stuff, stuff. Fun stuff. So uh, this is my book I'm reading. It's called. Who is it? A picture book? It's a it's a boob book. Is it, it a picture is, book? Uh, you can't. We can't show them. I don't know if you could show them where we put this on YouTube. Well, I I can show because it's not it it's they're they're drawn. Oh, pictures. they're they're drawn pictures. They're they're not real. So is it like haikus about boobs? No, it says this book is a celebration of our bosom buddies, our mammary mamas, our breasts and arms. Throughout the illustrated collection of boobs, you'll find tips for living your breast life, a boob personality test, a celebration of nipples, and more boobs. Free the nipple. From small and mighty to large and in charge to long, short, hairy, bumpy, or any boobs in between, this book uplifts them all. <laughs> um, it's it's actually, we bought it at, uh, at the Mangy Moose in Freeport. Um, great store, by the way, if you've never been. Fun store. A lot of cool little things in there. Um, very main-oriented. Uh, but they have some fun little things. And I, I saw the book and I just started, I picked it up and just started looking at me. And she looked at me and she goes, just buy it. <laughs> she made you happy. And I'm like, like I, I was like, I wasn't going to buy it. I'm like, all that's right. That's awesome. Um, and I, I've, I've looked at it. I've read a couple of things on it. It's funny as hell. Like it just, it goes through them all. So that's awesome. Boobs. Just saying. Boobs. boobs. Um, it's a and, part of the Ripping the Rack Book Club. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, that's what we could do. A once a month Ripping the Rack Book Club. Now, Brian's favorite book, Six Rings. That's a great fictional story. The Super Bowl history of the New England Patriots so far by Jerry Thornton. And, it, uh, and it's missing an asterisk. No asterisk needed. Uh, Spygate, Deflategate. Every every. Uh, Every NFL team has has gone through a cheating scandal, uh, and matter of fact, uh, in the history of cheating, um, the New England Patriots honestly on that list, they're like 15th or 16th on the list. It's actually pretty neat. I can't remember where I where it was. The, the, the problem I have is not that they cheated. No, it's the same problem. It's it's the same the level. No, it's Andy Pettit. <laughs> You know why I don't care about Andy Pettit taking HGH? Because he came out and said, yeah, I did it. I did it to get healthy, but I did yep. it. Yep. Tom Brady destroyed a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with that. The NFL he could have just said, been... all he maybe, had to say was, do, do, he... I like, do I like the pressure of the ball on the lower end, and when it gets cold, it can decrease? Yes. That's all he had to say. That's science. That's all he had to say, but to come flat out say, I didn't do it, and then destroy your cell phone? Come on, Bubba. Yeah, of course they did. They all did. Yes, they video recorded. As as Jimmy Johnson came out and said, he goes, we absolutely recorded. We just never got caught. That's right. So, <laughs> But he admitted have, it. I have absolutely zero problem. And it's like with the whole baseball stealing signs thing. We used to steal I, signs in Little League. I have no problem with a team trying to steal signs. Zero problem with it. I have a problem when they use technology to do it. Or they yeah. or that's my problem. You know, if, if you if you got a guy at second base and he can pick out the signs that the catcher's doing, 
and he can lift a leg or or somehow relay that to the player. If you see a guy on second and he keeps like every time he takes his lead and he keeps going to his helmet, you need to look at the catcher's hands because half the time that's a fastball cue. No one fixes their hat that much or their batting helmet. (laughs) I I don't have a problem with that in Major League Baseball. I have a problem with the Red Sox using the Apple Watches with Houston doing their fucked up thing of the trash cans trash cans and and I I will go on record I do believe Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa had some type of electrical Oh yeah, for real. Absolutely. There's video it. evidence when he yeah. has to walk off Altuve coming around third going don't don't rip yeah. my jersey. Yeah. I I I I will the the worst thing that Major League Baseball did was come out and sweep that under the rug. You guys have immunity. They never should have had immunity. No, because it just uh, just. I don't have I I don't have a single thing pro- wrong with what Joe Kelly did to them either. By the way, no, no, neither do I. Every one of them should have got plunked once a game. Oh, I I the worst part is is once fans come back, the boos are going to be incredible. Oh God, I I can't I mean, wait for fans to come back. Yeah. Corona was a blessing for Jose Altuve this year because I don't know mentally if that man would have made it through a nope. season of 162 games where every stadium except his nope. booed him out of the nope. building. And it's amazing that some of these guys, their batting averages just all of a sudden went way down. Well, it's amazing, you know, when the whole uh, Mark McGuire Andro scandal came out, all of a sudden Brady Anderson, who'd hit 50 something home runs the year before, <laughs> hit 10. Yeah. Well, it's like, and, dude, dude, don't do it all hit, at once, buddy. Would he, would he go 12 the year before he hit 50? Something yeah, like that? Uh, he had hit a total, a, a total of, like, 82 home runs the, up until, in, like, five years, up until he had hit 50. And then he hits 50. Yeah. You know, and that's the, that's the other thing was, honestly, I have no problem with Barry Bonds doing steroids. I, I don't have a problem with those guys doing steroids. Because everybody was. Number one, everybody was. Number two, it wasn't banned in Major League Baseball. That's how that's how ass backwards Major League Baseball is. Is they did not ban HGH and steroids. So yes, the guys took it. Yes, it was illegal in the United States, but it wasn't banned in Major League Baseball. Right. And so, yes. Andrew, Andrew was not banned when Mark McGuire took it. No. Andrew was a perfectly legal health. They called it a health supplement. Yep, They actually had it on a supplements list they used to give players who wanted to get bigger. And I believe that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame. 100%. They were were Hall of Famers before the steroid shit. Yep. Barry Bonds is one of the all-time best hitters to ever play the game. I would argue, I would put him behind, I would have it go Ted Williams, in my eyes, is the best pure hitter in the mm-hmm. game of Major League Baseball. He hit for average, he hit for power, hitter. Yeah. I would put Barry Bonds right behind him. And I would put Mickey Mantle right behind them, because I, I think put, Mickey Mantle was the best pure power hitter ever yeah. in baseball. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's tough to argue against Hank Aaron. Uh, yeah, but I I just think in the I mean even Hank Aaron had a little more technology like bat wise and compression wise than Mickey yeah, Mantle. Yeah. And I mean, well the thing that had they raised the mound when Mantle was there, 
or because I, I know yeah. they raised it at some it was, point. It hey, was okay, raised, it was raised in the twenties or thirties, something like that, somewhere in that. Could, could you imagine trying to hit off Randy Johnson off a flat mound and he's no. throwing just flat at you? <laughs> Because, I mean, yeah. it coming downhill, yeah, it, it increases velocity a little bit. It makes it easier to see. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I just, uh, I, I believe, I believe our Hall of Fames, uh, baseball, basketball, but your major Hall of Fames. I hate the Baseball Hall of Fame process. They are museums. Yeah. That's what they are. They're an opinion museum. They, they are museums. And because of that, you need to include all facets of the game from the, the steroid era, from the dead ball era, mm-hmm. from, you know, the, your 60s and 70s, you know, your amphetamine era. The greenies <laughs> and cocaine. It, it just... Your beer and hot dogs era, yeah, Ruth. Yeah. Um, keeping, keeping Bonds and Clemens out, to me, is wrong. I think they should be in because of the because you don't have to like the personality. Ty Cobb was a racist and a bigot, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I hate the personality clause that they have for for your baseball writers of of America, your your association. There is a clause in there that integrity of the game, blah blah blah, has to be included. It shouldn't. Kurt Schilling, I hate his. I hate him on uh, as a mouthpiece. You cannot deny he was one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. Correct. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's first ballot, but he deserves. No, but he to deserves be, to be in. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame based on his totality of his career. But you got people that are keeping him out because they don't agree with his politics. I disagree with that one hundred percent. I do too, because you got, as I said, guys like yeah. Ty Cobb in there and. You have uh, race- Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, from what I hear, for all accounts, is kind of a piece of crap. Yeah. Me personally, like I've just read stories where they're like, he's rude to fans. He doesn't do autographs. If he does, he asks for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, well, it's you know, it's funny as uh, um, Angie and I were in Vegas a couple of years ago. Uh, actually, we took Jordan his his first trip out to Vegas. I think it was three years ago, and uh, Emmett Smith was doing a signing. I think I snapped you the picture. Yeah, you did. Talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was two hundred bucks to get an autograph from Emmett Smith and have your picture taken with him. And have your picture taken with him. And and, and and here's the thing: I don't mind that. Like that's like a show. It's a memorabilia thing. Like you know, kind of what you're getting into. You know, there's a cost association with it. Um, Fifty bucks. I w- I would have thought about it. Yeah, but. It's just the random. If if you're up there randomly, just say no. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, you know, it, it's I don't know. It's it's funny to me that that you look at these Hall of Fames like that, and and you know that's kind of what we're what you're up against with some of these. And I only say that because your Baseball Hall of Fame is coming out. You know, the the voter the votes are coming in. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a few guys on that list that need to be in. Uh, I think Andy Pettit should get in this year. He's a hall of fame pitcher in my eyes. Um, you know, there's a couple, I mean, we, we went over it one Friday early on the list and our thoughts and yeah. Yeah. 
I, I just uh, I, I find it uh, interesting that that's you know that's coming out now. So mm-hmm. uh, hockey starts it, soon. Uh, yay! Hockey, hockey, hockey! Yay! Hey, the one the one positive about the USA this week is we did beat Canada in the junior finals. Yeah. Sorry, Canadian friends. Oh, I'm not apologizing for that. That's karma for the fourteen to something to nothing whooping <laughs> they put on that they put on Germany in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a um, that was a surprise. I know that uh, Canada was heavily favored in that game. Yep. Um, you know, but you know, karma. United States, we're number one. We're number one. No, we're not. We're number one in a lot of things, but it's not good categories. No, but we um, are in junior hockey. Yeah, but it, it just my piece on that real quick. I uh, there's no need in a junior, even in the world juniors, to score 14 goals on somebody. Just pass the puck around at some point, like stop shooting. No, pull your I, goalie. I like, disagree 150 percent with that, and I'll tell you why. You are at that point rubbing it in if all you're doing is just passing the puck around and not shooting it. Now, that's not akin to taking a knee in football because you always take a knee at the end of the game in football if you're up. That's that's the victory formation. Right. That's the final minute, two minutes of the game, when you can run the clock out. If you have no timeouts against you, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with that, with what you're saying from, to me. You and I see both sides. You keep playing the game. It's no different to me. It's no different than high school basketball because uh, when I coached, we were on both ends. We've been blown out and we blew out people. The only difference in a blowout, I'm not gonna like if we're blowing out a team, we're not gonna press. We may be a pressing team. I'm gonna press in the first half of the game. I'm not gonna press in the second half, but I'm not gonna stop shooting. I'm not gonna stop playing. You still have to try to stop me, you know. And and I've had that thing with coaches where, you know, I've seen it on the high school level where you see coaches talk at like halftime or something, and basically what they're saying is, you know, the the, the losing coach typically knows that they're not as good. They know that they're going to get blown out. They will come, and I've seen it say, "Look, coach, don't stop what you're doing. It's good for my team to try to practice to get through this." It's good for your team to use this practice. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of what it was. Um, That's why you'd see some of these scores, you know, when Camden, uh, when Camden was on their run and they were undefeated, they had Tyler McFarland. They had a whole bunch of big kids that were fast. They could shoot. They didn't press in the second half, but they didn't stop playing. I see both sides. They still shot the ball. They still fast break. They still did this. The difference is, it's like Jeff Hart would say is, I may want three or four passes before you shoot. The difference also is, is you're in a high school gymnasium in your hometown. Yeah. You're not on national TV that's recorded for posterity of you getting your ass handed to you. Well, get better. I, yeah. No, that, hey, I agree. It's, it's at a different level. I mean, it playing is. at the national level like that, that's, that is a different level, and I and you can't, I can't I shouldn't equate it to high school, um, even though they're the same ages. You know they are they're under what is it under twenty right? 
if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I'm not quite sure, 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, but Habs suck. So that's really well, all. That, yeah, you know. That's really all that matters. Um, but the yeah. Bruins, I, I don't know if the Bruins will be any better this year. But... Um, they're going to be good. Yeah, I mean, the they were all made playoffs. Well, I don't even know about that. You see that division they're in? Yeah, hey, we don't play Montreal this year, no, do we? No, it sucks. No, no Montreal. I don't, no, I don't, no I don't like this alignment. I but understand. Is, is this COVID temporary or is it this is co- like... It is, it is COVID temporary. It is strictly because Canada will trying not... trying to be bubbles? Yeah. Yeah, Canada won't allow um, American teams to come up and play with For us. For good reason. No, I, I'm not... What I'm saying yeah. is they won't allow them to come up unless you quarantine for two weeks. Well, you can't do that in the season. With proper scheduling, you could. No, because you can't even play. You have to quarantine. Oh, that's true. Well, all-star break. All-star breaks three days. No, you make it two weeks. You have your American teams go up. They quarantine for two weeks over the all-star game. You have your Canadian all-star game. But you can't even just have it. You can't leave right. the whole No. Yeah, it's just a two-week have fun. You know, you watch film, and you bake cookies, and you eat, and you watch movies. It's a slumber party for two weeks. Those guys need a vacation. All right. Fair enough. And Um, their wives would care because, for once, they know they're in the hotel room. That is true. That is is true. Um, So you've got your Canadian teams are one division. Um, You know, but you've got the Bruins are in a division with uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Rangers, Islanders. Is Washington in our division? Capitals. Um, so it's kind of D.C. to about yeah, Philly. Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, that, that kind of northeast. Yeah, so yeah. you've got a lot of players that are uh, a lot of teams that would be considered playoff teams if you had your normal division. This has an interesting social connotation, too, because you could see how many games in each conference get canceled because of COVID. Yep. The other, the other thing that I actually find interesting is the scheduling. So, like, the Bruins play, and I forget the schedule, but it goes, like, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Islanders, Islanders, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Washington, Washington, so they're playing a back-to-back game. Yeah. But they're playing them like, like you play the Flyers something like six times in two weeks. You want to talk about hating each other at the end of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's going <laughs> to be it. bad. It's going to be oh, real man. bad. It's going to oh. be, you know what, though? It's going to, you know, it's going to feel like bowling league when you only have six teams. <laughs> oh, <except laughs> every, these guys are going to. Every five weeks, you're bowling the same team. Uh, these guys are going to. I, I love hockey. Marshawn's going to have so many new enemies. Marshawn is now, they they did say for the last year and a half, he was playing at 80% because of injuries, and yeah. now he's had time to heal. Um, Pasternak's going to be back. You know, let's face it, the Bruins were the best team in hockey last year in the regular season. Before yep, until COVID. 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 Yeah. Um, I don't think you'll see that level of play they were playing above potential before covid slightly yeah yeah um, i like the fact that bergeron is, is probably going to be your captain um i think he deserves it um mm-hmm. you know um i think 
I, I think you see Pasternak hopefully have continue his breakout that he had. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Marshawn continue riding the line again. I like him on the line. I don't mm-hmm. want him going over on this side. Not licking people. I don't want him licking Especially people. Especially now. Especially nope. now. Nope. Keep your tongue to yourself. But I like Marshawn when he's riding that that line. He's Again, he's that type of player that, man, you love him on your team. Right, but you hate but playing you against him. hate playing against him. And I love it. I, 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 I'm a Marshawn fan. I think he's, I think he's a great hockey player. I think he rides the line just like you need him to do. Um, he's a goon, but he can score. He's a small goon, though. That's the thing. He's a little ball of hate. He's not Ty Domi goon, you know. Goon. No, but Ty Domi was a once in a lifetime player in that aspect of hockey. Oh my god. They need to, you know what, they, I hate that they got rid of real fighting like that. Because you see more cheap shots now on the ice because you took away yeah. the ability to police. They, they, that was the thing with hockey. That was one of the things I really enjoyed about hockey is they policed themselves. Mm-hmm. For the most part. And I, I, I miss that. Because you don't. Are, are they going to, are, are they even going to allow fighting this year with COVID? Oh, I don't see how you. I don't see how you can. You it just it would take away f- so much. I mean, the fans already playoff hockey wasn't the same last year with no, no fans. No. No. I've been uh, watching more soccer, Tim. Have you? Soccer's cool. It's kind of cool. I'm I starting to like it. Grow, it grows on you. Um, it's very. I I like the crowd. I like the atmosphere of soccer. You what you need to do is is go on YouTube. And I think it's Liverpool that does well. They they all do something similar, but Liverpool sings like yeah, like they're walking on the pitch. They sing like you you'll never walk alone, something like that. Yeah, and it's it's like fifty thousand people, and you're just like chills, like oh my. There's God. a lot. I didn't realize how big soccer stadiums are. They're huge. Oh yeah, yeah. The big now. Granted, you're talking your your Man U, your Man City, right. Liverpool, uh, Tottenham. I mean, your 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 Champions League type or your yeah. you know your Premier League type teams, uh, even Champion League, UEFA. Um, yeah, you know your your Barcelona, your Madrids, um, uh, Paris, AC, AC yeah. Milan. I mean, um, you know what? A, you know your German. Yeah. You know, they're huge. It's huge. There's, there's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I really think for MLS to take off, they need to do more soccer stadiums like Portland built and Seattle built. And yeah. Some of these. Soccer's places, bigger on the West Coast, from what I yeah. understand here yeah. in the States. Um, you know, you'd never know. Like the Revolution, they, they went deep into the playoffs this past year. I bet they don't fill Gillette. Oh, God, no. No, not even close. Um, the games that I went to, they average maybe 10,000 fans. That's why they, yeah. they really need a soccer-specific stadium that holds like fifteen to 20,000. Yeah. And more of a bowl shape. And more that's of a bowl kind of, shape. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, soccer is fun to go to. Like, you go to, a, you go to an MLS game. Um, it's fun. 
it there's yeah i i think honestly i think i would enjoy going to a pro soccer game more than a pro football game i just i don't know i don't see what going to a pro football game is really fun about like number one you freeze your ass off if you go to a playoff game you're more than likely, unless you are gifted amazing tickets or you decided to spend a lot of money, you are sitting in shitty seats, drinking expensive beer, eating expensive food, and your view is much better from your couch. Yes. I don't, I, I just, and I, I love football. I but, love football. I love watching football from, from the comfort of my own home. Yeah. I've, been, I've been to enough pro games. I have no urge to fight the traffic and, you know, to Foxborough. I, I don't. You know, people get there three hours before and they're tailgating. Cool. Yeah, great. It's a party. Yeah. Okay. But that I've means been to enough tailgate parties in college. That that means <laughs> I got to get up and leave the house at 6 a.m. And I'll get back until maybe 6 a.m. the next day. This is a 1 o'clock. Let's say it's a 1 o'clock game at Gillette. I leave the house at 6 a.m. I'm down there. Oh, no, it's 4. It's four hours, four to four and a half hours to Gillette. Okay, you throw in the traffic, you're down, you're getting there around 11 now when you throw in your stops, your traffic, whatever. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm already tired. I've already driven four hours, four and a half hours, sat in traffic coming off from 95 or 495 to the Route 1 quarter to Gillette. I've now paid X amount to park. 70 probably. I now have to walk, you know, Depending on the parking lot you're in, I'm either walking a mile or half a mile, or some you can get pretty close to the stadium. Call it a 10 minute walk. Okay. Get into the stadium. And now you're. Go through security. Go through security. You're 70,000 people for 10 seconds of action and then 30 seconds of sitting around. 10 seconds of action, 30 seconds of sit around. Ten seconds. Oh shit! Now we got a review. Now we got two and a half minutes. And guess what? If you have to go pee, you're waiting twenty five minutes. Oh my god! So now the game's over. It's now four four thirty. Walking out, you now have an hour and a half to two hours to get out of the parking lot to get to ninety five or four ninety five. So now it's six thirty. Call it. Now I'm not home until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at the earliest because I'm doing it without stopping. Yeah, because you need some sleep. Okay. Now, let's say you got to stop a couple of times. Now you're not home until midnight. I've already left the house at 6 a.m. And now I'm not getting home until midnight. 18. 18 hours. 18 hours. And i got to get up and go to work on Monday morning. Or burn a vacation day. Or burn a vacation day. Yeah. Or come in late. Something. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. It's not my cup of tea. No, I'm a big sports fan. Uh, all right. Well, we went a little over what we were going to. Um, hey, you know what? It happens. It does. I hope so, everyone has a wonderful weekend. Be safe. Don't be a don't be a dingle bat. Don't be what we saw the other day. Don't be a don't be yeah. violent. Let's just try and heal from this shit. Yep. Everyone have a good day and a good yep. weekend. As usual, folks, you can reach Brian and I at Ripping the Rack Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook at Ripping the Rack Podcast, uh, Twitter at Ripping the Rack Podcast. Um, and then you can uh, view us 
Where, Brian? Where can they view us? Where view us on you. Oh, you can view us and hear us. View us on YouTube. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Breaker, and wherever else that you consume your podcast media, you crazy cats. You crazy cats, you guys. Stay safe. Uh, don't know if we have a special guest this weekend or not uh, for our Tuesday edition of Ripping the Rack podcast. We'll keep working on it. Uh, if not, you'll get to hear our lovely voices and see our lovely faces Tuesday morning. All right, folks. Peace. Take care. Peace.